Facilitating a new paradigm is sharing a presence of clarity and guidance. Through all walks of life, it is inviting and assisting humanity to walk with kindness, beyond conflict, into a world of harmony. This is a resource for facilitators, and that includes you, because everyone is a part of the whole. I'm Carrie Lake. Thanks for showing up to dance with me. Thanks for coming back to play. This one is about advanced communication, is all about sensory awareness. The more we go into exploring what it is to be aware of consciousness and communicate through all of consciousness, communicate with different beings, different frequencies, even a furthering of the communication between one another. We're really, really accustomed to using words and language, and that's what's taught, it's what's expected, it's what's reinforced, and of course, because it's a really amazing way using voice and sounds and language and lexicon. It's a really, really amazing way to articulate and clarify my unique expression and your own unique expression. The further we go into understanding who we are and really who we are, not just a personality, not just a repetition of um, a, a cultural expression or a repetition of what's expected, the further we go into actually acknowledging, acknowledging and expressing our uniqueness, we are moving into a more of an infinite capacity to express or going beyond a definition of what's expected in expression. And we're going directly further into sharing the experience of being sharing how it feels to feel warm, for example. I mean, we're accustomed to saying, wow, it's a beautiful day. Okay, we, we have all sorts of agreements about what a beautiful day can be. Is it because the sun is out? Is it, you know, that's one option of, of what's understood and expected to be a beautiful day. Um, is it because something wonderful just happened? That's another way. Another expected, um, I guess, reason for why a day is a beautiful day, or is it is it some other um, unique expression, some other reason why you might say it's a beautiful day, but somebody else wouldn't? For example, rain. You know, a lot of people love rain, and they'd say, "Oh, what a beautiful day," and another person would be just incensed because it's raining and rain is not a beautiful day. So language has all sorts of amazingness to it. And it's obviously very, very fun to use. I love using it. But sometimes language leaves a lot of holes in the clarity of what's actually being expressed. Another example is to talk about blue. And if 
someone were to ask me, oh, what color was the wall on that building you saw yesterday? And I would say blue. And blue can mean a lot of things. <laughs> Obviously, we have a sense of what blue is and a range of our understanding of blue. But we're not, it doesn't, just saying blue doesn't necessarily give as much information or data. And just saying blue doesn't necessarily provide the, what it was like to be next to that building. And what it felt like to see that particular color of blue, or the sky, or trees. And if there are blue trees, let me know because I want to see them. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying. So, the animal kingdom already communicates through sensory awareness that uses pictures and images, obviously uses sounds and body language, but they are also always communicating a sense of how it feels. For example, a sense of how it feels to be in the shade on moist grass under the shade of a tree that communication is going to feel different than shade that is um, created from a brick wall on top of cement. It's a different sensory experience. And even just saying that, I know you can get a different sense of those two things. The more we play with, our, with describing from our awareness of how things feel, as the way we communicate with one another, the more we're stepping into sensory awareness, the more we're stepping into more advanced communication, and into the kind of universal communication that works to communicate with off-planet presences, to communicate with animals, and it's actually where humanity is going as well. It's the kind of communication that... Um, you cannot fake integrity at that point. When one person is communicating from their sense of being and their, their sensory awareness of things and they're communicating to somebody who's listening from that place, then if the person who has something to share and they're communicating through their sensory awareness, you can't fake it. You can try, but if, you, if you're telling stories to yourself or another, then it becomes very, very obvious in the, harm, the harmony of your presence. It becomes very obvious in the harmony of your expression. And it, the way it already functions, functions is when somebody is speaking and we're, we'll be listening and, and something just doesn't feel right. Something just feels like, okay, why, that was weird. Why are they doing that? Why are they talking that way? Where did that come from? Sensory communication and sensory awareness, it's already functioning hugely. It's just that people are generally taught to ignore it or they're taught to, um, to vilify it or it 
gets labeled as emotional and then judged as weak, or it gets poo-pooed, it gets put on the back burner in favor of one person or another's capacity to spout fact based on science, based on mathematics, based on um, repetition, based on consensus. And the demand for the communication of humanity to be based in fact actually interrupts our connection with our own higher levels, with our own capacity to communicate, and with our infinite connection through all of consciousness and all of being. Now, I'm not saying for one second to eliminate facts, because that is absolutely a way that people can share a world together and have these touch points where everything is agreed upon, we know where we stand, we know what we're talking about, and it creates a sense of safety for evolving beyond the current state. Facts are wonderful, science is awesome, but it is a very different paradigm than the fluid awareness and the fluid acknowledgement of how it feels, how if the, the essence and the tone and the innate expression of how it feels to be uniquely you where you're standing or where you're going or where you've been. So the further you start playing with this with yourself, the more you'll be communicating through your sense of presence, through your sense of your own presence. When I say presence, what I'm talking about is communicating your beingness, your sense of beingness. This is how it feels to be uniquely me expressed through this body in this ambiance. And again, this is where animals are all the time. But the more you start to become of your, uh, the more aware you start to become of your own sensory awareness, your presence becomes the greatest communicator. And there's no deception necessary. This is who I am. This is how I am. And here's what I'm about. And everybody in the room can feel it. And everybody beyond the room can feel it. It goes exponentially and dimensional. When animals or higher consciousness, higher frequency beings are communicating that communication comes through your own sensory awareness. Because, well, we'll, t we'll do animals in a second, but because higher frequency beings are not in a body, and the communication will come from, from not within a physical expression un until it does. I mean, obviously there are, are selected experiences where higher frequency beings do take a physical form. But be before that happens, the communication from higher frequency beings and, and multidimensional beings, it will come through your sensory awareness. You'll feel it. You'll feel something different. It'll use every system that you have for communication that exists beyond the physical. 
but you will know it because you have a physical. It is your physical body as an instrument that picks up the tones and the vibrations and the frequencies of higher frequency expression. It is your physical instrument that lets you be aware that there's a differentiation between higher frequency beings or a different unique individual in consciousness that that would be something different than your own unique expression in consciousness. So in the conversation of separation from the source, separation from all that is, separation from creator, creator consciousness, having a physical instrument through which to communicate it's sort of been vilified and used against humanity as, you know, a tool that somebody else can create pain or disruption in your physical being and exert power over you. This is going kind of deep, but we're going into advanced, advanced communication here. This is, we'll, we'll consider this the intro to advanced sensory communication. But because throughout history one individual was able to dominate another individual with their physical presence, that has created a perception of separation that is all about control and domination. And it, in, as people started to reclaim their spirituality and seek wholeness again, a lot of times in, in a lot of teachings, there's been this sense that that being physical, having physicality is like the wrong way to be. That is like, you know, like the goal is to not have the physicality or to transcend the physicality or to be able to travel without it. And, and I totally get that because in, in previous times in a different paradigm, that was the way to transcend the ails and the, the difficulties and the domination of the physical world. Where we are right now, because consciousness has shifted, because all of humanity very literally has shifted, and it's a big part of why you're seeing all the shifts in the outside world, where we are right now is we can bring the higher frequencies of consciousness, all of the dimensional places that we would go to, to travel outside the body and transcend the physical, we can bring that into and through the physical, using our own body as an instrument. So rather than looking at the body as the point of separation, it now becomes our instrument to reclaim wholeness through our communication, through our awareness, by bringing these higher frequencies of consciousness through our awareness into our communication with one another and with all of life, into our presence, into our expression. So higher forms of communication are inseparable from your awareness, your expanded awareness and consciousness as an aspect of creator that is now expressing itself, this aspect of creator, using the instrument of the physical to communicate a presence, a uniqueness, a tone of here's how it feels to be me. Here's what it feels like, the experience, this unique expression of 
my uniqueness throughout all of creation. That presence you have to express because you have the physical instrument to both receive and to emanate communication. And part of that is using words. Hallelujah. Words are awesome. But beyond that is expanding to your awareness of how, how it feels without judging it. If it's hot, I'm not going to judge. Oh, it's hot. It's terrible. I'm going to recognize, okay, the body's doing some cooling. It's got some sweat going on. And my body's letting me know that there's a high temperature, high frequencies. That's hot. And without judging it, you can, you know, the body would be communicating that through sweat, but, and also taking care of itself through, through sweat, for example. But in your very presence, if you were talking to somebody on the phone and that, that it's hot outside is part of your, your expanded expression and your presence, somebody else would know when they're speaking to you just because of the tones of your presence that you're in a, a, an environment where the temperature is high. So coming back to connecting with higher frequency beings and off-planet presences and even at the animal kingdom, when you begin to open up and you begin to let yourself to the, you, you have the willingness to be in greater communication, whether it's with off-planet ET races, whether it's with guidance realms, whether it's with your higher levels of yourself, the angelic realms, the archangelic realms, the animal kingdom, nature, the plant kingdom, minerals, the planet, and very, very much with each other. As you open up, and you expand your willingness to be in connection, in communion in these ways with this much of life, your awareness of your sensory expression, your sensory awareness, what I feel, how it feels when I hear different words, how it feels when I hear music, how, what my body feels like when, I, when I'm talking to somebody who's lying to me, what my body feels like when I am forcing myself to accomplish something, when I'm forcing myself to participate in a conversation I'm not interested in. What is the, let's not judge it and go, oh, that's terrible, that's horrible. Okay, that's fine, but let's set that aside for a second and actually look at what the body feels like. What is the body communicating when I'm in a situation where I'm forcing myself to complete a conversation? Does it get, feel tense? Does it feel expanded and open? Are there certain body parts that go numb, like different muscles, the shoulders maybe? Does the jaw get tense? And what does the body feel like when I am in a place where there is no judgment and there's freedom of expression? For some, maybe an art class with a really wonderful teacher facilitator who's guiding your expression. For others, it would be out walking in the forest or at the beach or in the presence of somebody who truly does love unconditionally, in the presence of puppies, of infants, of birds. I know some people are afraid of birds, that's okay. But that's for you, that's your unique expression. But 
rather than go into a mental analysis of this is a bird, here's why I'm afraid of them. When I was four, a crow bit my heel, and now I hate birds, especially blackbirds, and then a blackbird arrives and, and we freak out, we run away. That's more of a mental analysis of why I feel the way that I feel. But what we're talking about, when you start to become more aware and more adept in your sensory communication, the question we're playing with is, how does it feel? when I feel? What does the body actually feel like? And you can play with that by just starting to look at, just walk through your day with a directive of, okay, it is what it is. It's hot. Great. It's hot. It's cold. Okay, it's cold. This is how it feels when it's cold. Here's how it feels when it's hot. And if we're going to work, then Take a breath, bring your awareness right back to your physical body. Show me what it's really like for me when I go to work. Do I, does the body communicate a sense of expansiveness? Does it communicate a sense of contraction? Does it com- communicate a sense of hiding or boldness or expression? Overcoming or di- diminution or... Uh, fluidity of expression and start to play with it not so that we can define new labels okay but and we'll play with this more but so that you can actually really start to play with it and play with your awareness of how it feels to be you expressing through your body in a body on a planet because the more you become aware of that sensory interaction then the more fluid and obvious the connection and the communication will be when you are connecting with animals, with off-planet beings, with your sensory realms or your your guidance realms, with multidimensional beings. And then, as I said, it's where humanity is going with each other. It goes beyond, beyond any doubt of integrity. The the doubting integrity, low integrity becomes completely unnecessary because everybody's feeling what the truth is anyway. And it opens up a whole new world where kindness is actually normal. I'm excited. I love it. Come and play. Please ask questions and help guide the discussion. Thanks so much, everybody, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.